Secret Invasion is the ninth MCU TV show and follows Nick Fury's fight against the Skrulls. But is this one a hidden gem or a devil in disguise? I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Popscorn, the fans entertainment movie review podcast, and today, the TV review podcast, mm. TV mini-series podcast, I suppose. Premium TV. Premium t- uh, mm. Fucking kill me. TV live event, I don't know. I- I'm genuinely surprised they haven't yet done a live event thing in the MCU. They have taken their idea for Rogers the Musical, and it is now playing live at uh, Disney California Adventure. I watched it. How is it? Some um, short. It's forty-five oh. minutes. Oh, that's fine. I I think some of the song titles are very close to what you pitched. Yeah. Um, it's the way that they handle post Avengers one, which isn't fantastic, right? Because it's like that's not the end of the show. Like right. they do. They do, I think about like tw- like twenty-five for thirty minutes in, they do. I can do this all day, mm. and then they do. Cap talks to himself from the future, like old man Cap. It's, it's bizarre. You know what? It's something else. It was at least, in theory, quite exciting. <laughs> the it's fact a, that that's yeah. what they do. They are actually doing this properly in the parks, which is great. It is a step towards getting the live version of it. Yeah, a full, a full two-act version, yes. as you pitch. Because it's yes. just, just like I say, like a... Like you know, like the like the Beauty and the Beast live show or the Aladdin yes. live show. It's just, I mean, it took the place of the Aladdin live show. Yes, but it's that kind of like we have Succinct. shows at one, three, and five. And yeah, all it's that, a yeah. people eater for the purpose of the park. Like yes, like what I watched one that was I watched the Finding Nemo musical. I don't think that didn't that replace Tarzan. I think I don't know. It was at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, um, yeah, because it was Tarzan rocks for ages. It might have been that. And yeah. That was pretty good. I quite like that. And the Finding Nemo was like. It's fine. Yep. It's all right. There's now a meme of it of they've green she- green screened out the guy that was the kid that was playing Nemo. Yeah. It's like I need help. It's a new meme. Anyway, <laughs> cool. This is never a good sign no. <laughs> when we instantly get distracted from the thing we're here to talk about. But I mean, have you read a review online in the last <laughs> however many weeks? Uh, we're not we're not deviating from the uh, from the consensus much here. It's just a little rotten. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> Sure was a show, wasn't it? <laughs> you know what it was? It really was six episodes of TV. You can't argue with that, you can can't you? can't really. I mean, you can and we will. Um, this isn't good. It isn't good. It isn't good. Let's let's not sugarcoat it. This mm. is a real stinker. Um, well, I don't, this, I don't necessarily think it was bad, but it's the absence of good is, is deafening here. Yeah. Like, if, if, like you say, if bad is the absence of good, then okay, then I suppose by that metric, it is bad. It's but... not fantastic, no, but it is like you say. There is nothing I can praise about the show. It is very, it, it is bland. Would be its best quality. Mayonnaise, thunderingly dull. It's a baked potato. That's My like, God, it's not. It's 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 fine. There's flashes of like interesting stuff that happens, but. It's very much a show that doesn't know what it wants to be. Yes. I, I think the fact that they... I think they reshot this mm, quite heavily. That wouldn't surprise like, me. I think a four-month reshoot took place for this. Yeah. 
I can't I can't imagine how bad or unworkable the show was prior to release. Mm. But you can see it in the editing, especially in that last episode of just things being chopped and changed and really put into an order that does not work yeah. for any of the characters. No. The, there are there are setups without payoffs and there are payoffs without setups. Mm. I think on a script level, there's there's some really big problems here for Marvel. Yes. And we're recording this during, I, I think we're now at the 100th day of the SAG-AFTRA and mm-hmm. WGA strikes. Power to you, lads. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Marvel VFX artists have just unionised. Have they really? They have just unionised. Thank God for that. Okay, happy days. That's uh, beautiful. This is this is blood in the fucking water for Marvel right now. You're right. You need your writers. And even because if you don't, I mean, this this production of the show wasn't actually affected by the strikes. No. But Christ, you could convince me otherwise. <laughs> you really could. Like, it's... This is some low effort, low quality stuff. There were script problems from day one. Didn't yeah. seem you had a script. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah, the, the the one show, the one thing, sorry, that this show needed to do, mm. and it's pretty simple, was be tense. Yes. And be a guessing game of like, who is a scroll? Mm. It's a basic ass promise. Mm. Promise, premise. Like, if you just need to have that doubt of like, right, we're pretty sure that. Um, Nick Fury isn't a scroll. Everybody else should be in play. Yeah, you should be second guessing everyone you meet and have that tension rise and rise and rise and rise and rise. Yes, this show is completely devoid of tension. Completely. Here's the thing, right? I, I think I think you can say from the get go it is flawed because there is no there is no event that starts the show off to say. And it could be anybody. I feel like this really should have been at the end of a TV show or a movie, and it was just like a famous character goes down, yes, turns into a scroll, yes, and you you end on that that kind of. Are you dismissing everyone's favourite Everett Ross? <laughs> well, from the first episode, yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Come on, <laughs> I think. Martin Freeman and Martin Freeman's American accent went down in that first episode. <laughs> and you're, just, you're just throwing that under the rug. I am. We do not care about spoilers. Um, no. <laughs> it is not a show you should watch. That's the first 10 minutes. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it lacks gravitas to begin with. I don't feel like Everett Ross was a scroll for a bit. He's really the kind of, holy fuck, that's why I should care yeah. moment. And it, and it doesn't rise from there, really. There's an argument for one of the characters later on in the series where there is a reveal. Um, and that changes a lot of stuff. But when they do stuff like that, it just raises more questions that the show is not prepared to answer, yeah. which is the problem. You can't have big payoffs without revelation. Mm. And you can't have revelation without building mystery, without building tension. No. Ergo the problem, the show's a stiff turd. And therefore, why the fuck should I care? Like, the second episode of this show yes. is genuinely the toughest 40 minutes I've ever spent in the MCU. I could not tell you a goddamn thing that happens in that episode. I it is I. fucking boring. Not to always... I, I never overlook a chance to kick Captain Marvel. Mm. But I feel like this can be traced back to there. When mm. you did the, the bait and switch with the scrolls in that one. Uh, that they weren't the enemy. They weren't the enemy. It was the Kree all along. Mm. And, you know, they're just refugees. That robbed you of your chance to do this story properly. Because this is an Avengers level threat. Yes. And I feel like if you had spent an entire phase where the, the, the Thanos undercurrent of the whole deal 
was every movie, someone's revealed to be a Skrull. Mm. Something's up. We haven't necessarily seen, like, Captain Marvel, you rework that, so it's not the Skrulls. You can be any of the other, you can be the Shi'ar Empire, you can be whoever you want. And you get rid of them, and then just green-ass aliens keep turning up as people you don't think they're going to be. Mm. And then you do an Avengers level, Avengers movie that is this. Yes. Several key Avengers have been Skrulls and have been for a while. They've infiltrated, they've taken over. We've got to fight them. Mm. That, I think, is the level of threat that you need to pay this story off. Yes. Nick Fury and a couple of his mates. Nick Fury bumbling around with people we've never met before. Yeah, exactly. He's is, is not, is not that. And even though it's just, on paper, I would go as far as to say this is the most loaded cast-wise Disney t- plus TV show they've had. Yeah, in terms like, of like recognizable talent. Yeah, because I mean, you've got a few like because Oscar Isaac is, and you've got Isaac, Isaac, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke in Moon Knight, but otherwise, no names. You yeah, know, we people. don't, we'd never heard of the actress that played Scarlett Scarlet exactly. before that so show. People are going to boost that up. You usually get one or two big pepperonis on your pizza, but that's about it. But here, you've got like they've got Olivia Coleman for this. Mm. They've got like Amelia Clark, and they've got loads of other people into it. And I mean, Amelia Clark is the kiss of death for any big franchise that she enters into. Female Daniel Radcliffe. She's the female Daniel Radcliffe. She seems really cool and great in interviews. Yep. And then she starts acting, and you go, oh, <laughs> ah, well. It's and also her track record. Like she was in the Terminator movies and killed those fucking dead. Then yeah. she was like, I think I'll give Star Wars a shot, and then it was Solo. She, she, she doesn't want, do very well, does no, she? Her like, agent wants fucking sacking. I want to feel better because, again, she just seemed like a genuinely lovely person. Oh, I bet she's person. great. Like, and she's been through a lot. Mm. Like, she basically had two brain aneurysms. Like, she shouldn't be Shit. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, she's a great person. It's just, yeah, she chooses bad things and then isn't particularly a standout in any of them. I think, you know what it is? You know when you were talking about the guy before we started recording, the F1 guy? Yes. The guy whose life, he's basically the real life uh, Basil Falter. Yes, we were talking about uh, uh, Gunther Steiner, the head of the Haas team, who just has a sitcom life. That, that's Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah, continues to like, uh, don't worry, this time's going to work. I got you on a Marvel project. Yes. Great. Who am I playing? Well. And yeah. can't pick him, can't you? No. Let's quickly run down the cast. I think Amelia Clark's a good place to start because mm. she's very key to this plot. She plays she is. Gaia. Mm. I think that's how you yes, pronounce it. Yes, it is Gaia, yeah, yeah. It's only because Talos is also in this and it varies wildly between Talos and Talos and it really annoys me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. Sorry, just a quick point on that because I've had a crisis of confidence today. Mm. The three legendary beast Pokemon. Yes. Suicune. Suicune. Entei. I say Entei. Yeah, 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 the third one. Raikou. Right, now I think that's how I've said it, but I've heard someone say Raikou today, and now it's confused my brain. I did used to say Raikou as well. I don't know which one's right. <laughs> how am I meant to say that? Because oh, c- now I don't even know how I say it, because now I'm saying it in my head and are saying we, it later. Are we going to have a quick tangent about Pokemon? Are we doing this? Oh, screwed. Uh, if you want to hear no, uh, Marvel, Marvel, love enough but Marvel, skip, let's say, two minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had the Pokemon Direct... I, I ignored 95% of yeah, it. Yeah, you only need to, to watch the last 10 minutes. Yeah, we gained some real pointless additions. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need another, another evolution Appling. for Appling that's yeah. just Appling with a big stick in his head. Yeah. 
Uh, I do appreciate that the the Duraludon of evolution is basically just Tower Bridge. Oh, Archaludon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everyone's like, oh, it's Unova confirmed because he's Drifal Bridge. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I, I thought know, it was supposed like, to be Tower Bridge, but yeah. Because he's based on the shard. Yeah. But all the competitive people were like, Evio like Duraludon? All right. <laughs> That's the end of the competitive scene for a while. Yeah. Cool. Um, oh, yeah, because he's based on the shard, isn't he? Anyway, and then yeah, we get the Iron Crown. Mm. Which is, if you'd guessed Robot um, Cabalion, correct. I mean, I guess we've got Robot Verizion, So I wonder if we're going to get Robot Terrakion. Oh, oh who could God. say? And they have, they've stuck to the dinosaur pattern of, of the, the, the beast, yeah. which annoys me from a lore point of view that you've just upped the whole Ho-Ho yeah. resurrected Vaporeon Especially because they did that in a web anime, and it is so good. Mm. And I like having that kind of like fan theory yeah. confirmed. I don't like that, but yeah, now we've got sauropod Raiko. Mm. I mean, there are worse things in the world. So Raiko came out there, so apparently that's the way we go. There you go. go. I don't know. So it's like, well, Entei's going to be a dinosaur. What's he going to be? It's got to be a T-Rex, isn't he? Surely. I don't know. It's like they've done a raptor. They could do a Triceratops if they're doing like iconic dinosaurs. I mean, I types. guess he's got the main for it. Oh, yeah. They could just build that out. And, yeah. Or they could do like fire, like do a Stegosaurus fiery thing, but... We shall see. Uh, yeah, we're getting that. Uh, September, we're getting uh, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the teal mask in With September. The st- God, the hairstyles have just got... What the fuck what is that, what is that thing? <laughs> like, if you, like, you could pay, play Spot the Anime Protagonist with anybody oh, in this DLC. good God, man. Jesus fucking Christ. The X straight oh, over their eyes. It looks bad. so dumb. There's two of them. Brother and sister is shit haircut. <laughs> um... Yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> it looks. It, it, I'm sure it's absolutely bang average. I'm sure, it's fine. We'll yeah. play through in a day. Um, there we go. Oh shit! Yeah, I was trying to convince you to do a, a second playthrough, realizing how much of it is like pulling teeth when I did a second playthrough. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I just, I just. There is a world record run that is apparently five hours long. I'm just gonna follow that for a third playthrough. So screw cool. it. Cool. Right. Just. I, I'm sure I can do what the world record did. That shouldn't be too much of a problem. Secret invasion. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, well, let's talk about let's talk about the main man himself. Um, yes. They they got good old Fick Nuri. Why on earth did you bother with the trailer for the Marvels, thus robbing this show of any tension whatsoever? Yeah. It's meant to be a show about anyone can pop up at any second and kill anybody, mm-hmm. and yet we know Nick Fury makes it out alive. Nick Fury's fine. Yeah. Like he's going to be. Again, I know the timelines are all over the place in terms of what's taking place after what, but I don't think we've had a situation where a film has come out that's set after the next one. Mm. So, yeah, that was real dumb. Um, he's fine. He's just fine, isn't he? He's the better part of this cast. Like, he's not a problem necessarily. True, but, that, but that's only because it's Sam Jackson. And I feel like the 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 hoboification, if you will, yes. of Nick Fury does nothing for me. The whole, I, I think it's interesting on paper to go in a world where Nick Fury disappeared for five years. What did he come back to? Yes, interesting, especially if if you picked up straight away. Mm. Of, I've, I, I blipped out of existence for five years and I came back and suddenly there's a million scrolls on Earth. Yes, cool. Let's run with that. That's interesting. The show doesn't do that. It goes. I was off in space for three years. Yeah, came back to do a side quest. Yeah. And then, spoiler for the ending, I'll be going back. Fuck straight back off into space. Yeah, yeah. He's he's going through the motions again. It's just we like that character and we're attached to it. I think we're giving it more Mm. 
props than we probably we've been less harsh than we probably would be. It's it's kind of re- the reverse of what they managed to do in Hawkeye. Kind mm. of. So at least in Hawkeye, if it, even though it was my favorite of the series, it at least gave us a sen- tan- sen- yeah, a tangible sense of progression because Haw- Hawkeye girls like has gone from the I'm a d- the dude with the bow and arrow in the team. This yes. is mental. What am I doing? To yes. actually, this is mental, and I am getting old, and I'm not immortal. Yes. And I am supposed to be knocking around with all these yes. world savers. I did some killing in Japan. Yes. And now it's time for a fun Christmas adventure with my protege. Yes. Sweet. I love Hawkeye. It's a good it's a good series. Mm. Compared to this, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And then with this, it's I'm sad, I'm mopey. I'm gonna come home to a character that you've never met before. Yes. And I will try to convince you over the course of the next two hours why you should care. Nah, mate. No, that nah. was an odd choice. So does anyone really care about spoilers at this point? Fuck it. So we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. There's a few more people we can mention before we kind of have to dive into it. Yeah. So they got Ben Mendo back as Talos. They did. I feel like that man hasn't had a good role since Orson Krennic, and I feel really bad for him. But I've always liked Talos in Captain Marvel is the best thing in that movie. Yes. The second the reveal happens and he's just slightly sarcastic Australian alien man. Like that's <laughs> that's good. It is good. I like that. And with this and now it now he's uh he's world weary ex dad. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't suit him as well. He he doesn't no. wear the, the mopiness as well as he wears the happy go luckiness. Oh yeah. That's what his most ninety percent of his dialogue is just him lamenting over just, his daughter. He's just auditioning to be Dinger Dial in the next crashed <laughs> racing yeah. game. It's uh, yeah, it's not the best use of him trying to regress him back from being a comedy character and saying like, no, you've got to betray that you've got the weight of the world on you now. Mm. Which again is a is a progression I could get on board with because you know it's a long time gone since Captain Marvel. Yeah. And he has been dealing, basically has been the leader of a refugee group that's turning slowly hostile for 20 years. Yeah. That's interesting. The problem is we've had no context in between. So it's harder to get on board. It's like we went from uh, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker to The Last Jedi Luke Skywalker. Mm. It's an interesting story. It's not one that I would have done. It's also not one that Mark Hamill would have done, but that's beside the point. Mm. But because we didn't get the in-between, or at least it's only shown in one flashback, you don't feel the gravity. You don't feel like, oh, okay, I understand why this person has now fundamentally changed from the last time we've seen them. And since this is a Disney Plus TV show, it is very much there to fill gaps. Like You have, yeah. to, you have to think of this as everybody else's singular, run, singular running series mm. and all the team-ups of the event books. Yes. Like, great. That is what that is the comic bookification of visual media. Yes. Cool. Go for it. The problem with, with that... Is that this isn't interested in doing that? Mm. This is interested in just going. We've just supplanted this character from scenario A to scenario B, yes. and we're not going to fill in what happened in the thirty years between Captain Marvel and the original Avengers, or the ten years between the original Avengers to now, mm-hmm. plus the five year blip. So it feels like, say, it feels like a completely different character with no exploration of how we got there. No, and it's the exact. Oops, excuse me. It's the exact opposite of what they've been doing in the Star Wars TV shows. Yes. Because, yeah, we've stu- Luke Skywalker's a great comparison because we're starting to get the bridging stories. Yes. He came and rescued Grogu when he yes. was Master Jedi. And you get a sense of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. It's not all there. You know, it's for other things. Like, yeah, like it's kind of for the comic books and the other things to build on. Mm. But this is, it, this is event. You know, Marvel releases are event. It's like, well, there's... 
there's too much time. This where the fuck was this character in, in Endgame or any other fucking things happening? Well, they might point to well, he was in Spider-Man: Far From Home. I was like, oh, oh yeah, for like fuck. ten seconds at the end, yeah. but that's not that's not solving this particular problem, is it? Doesn't even really match up with that. No. And that <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, yeah, yeah, it, was Spider-Man: Far From Home not a better you can't trust anybody story? Yes. Better, more of like a hiding in plain sight yeah. story than this was. And they did that with just Mysterio <laughs> and then had every, you know, the reveals of the scrolls there are basically a nothing presence as well. Yeah. But the whole, all of Mysterio's fucking crew and all that, like, mm-hmm. the, it's exactly what this story was trying to do, but better. I mean, Peacemaker also exists. Yeah, it does. And was a better Secret Invasion storyline than the Secret Invasion series, so, you know. Again, like, I, I don't know how you get this good of a cast together and you can't produce better than this well it's it's interesting because i felt like the show wrote some admittedly clunky but well delivered dialogue yeah and then went that's the point of the show and then kind of forgot to do yeah everything else any any good couple of good scenes between uh nick fury and his secret wife yeah couple of good a good conversation between nick fury and roadie some uh, decent stuff, some decent scrolling fighting that would have been interesting to explore had we not got to set up a big stupid fight at the end. Yeah, that was... I mean, you spent the entirety of She-Hawk railing against, what, do we all need to have a big fight at the end? Yeah, do we all need to have a big CGI monster fight at the end? Do we, lads? Come on, that's stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the secret room writing stuff just going, yeah. should we just put a big fight at the end? <laughs> I mean, we're doing super scrolls, why don't we just have them talking out at the end? Like, <laughs> you're saying yourself a failure. So, um, Kingsley Benadir, yes, he's here, he uh, is. trying his best. Um, so he's playing Gravik, who is the 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 head of the Rebel Scrolls, basically. Yes. I think he does a good job, given the circumstances. I think he's not the problem here. I don't. I don't believe the actors are the problem. No, here. I just don't think his plot doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, because uh, I feel like. So basically, the, the school plot boils down to we're not affected by radiation; they are nukem. Like, and and it goes through so many convoluted ways where you feel like no, he really could just impersonate like the Russian prime minister and just from beep boom done. Mm. They go through so many convoluted ways and like cause it, it it thinks it's like this really cool political thriller an intrigue espionage type thing but it's too dumb to operate on that level yeah like it thinks it's this really deep oh my god second guessing everything like like it's Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy and it's really not that all of their plans can be pushed over with a slight breeze like, yeah absolutely the, the false the false flag is said in about ten times in every single episode mm. basically saying like the scrolls will pose as Russians attack Americans and then go oh it was them Russians weren't it and it just feels unnecessary. Mm. Like, I don't think that was the way to go with this. I don't even necessarily think that scrolls in that, scrolls trying to engineer a second Cold War is a bad thing. No! That's interesting. I think if they'd have gone down the comic book route of that's the way the scrolls work, they don't, they don't make a hot war, they infiltrate, replace, and then when there's enough of them, they just go, we own this bitch. Yeah. That would have been interesting because mm. it wouldn't have been... All the action sequences would have then come out of people being revealed to be scrolls. Yeah. It wouldn't be, like you say, scrolls making, setting off a car bomb or yeah. do basically doing everything that the flag smashers would do. Yes, 
post episode four of that series. And basically, they're basically just the flag smashers. Because I think part of the problem is because we know who the scrolls are, uh, because we're like you know we're aware of well we know it's not a false flag. We know exactly what the plan is. Mm. They needed to downgrade the the scrolls in this. Like we we shouldn't have been spending so much face time with them. Mm. Because then we understand what they're doing. We know what the plan is. Yeah. So it loses all intrigue. It needed to be treated the way that death is treated in Game of Thrones. It is random and it is not built up. Exactly that. Exactly that. You need to be second guessing everything. And by having Graphic literally spell out what he wants to happen in this episode and then watching it happen beat for beat, mm. you've lost the intrigue there. And the interest. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm going to have to talk a bit about spoilers, but yeah. like the the one big reveal that they, I think they were banking on, everyone going, <gasps> yeah. it's like, Obviously, they're a scroll. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's you, you. You didn't think that was a surprise mystery, did you? Come on now, <laughs> they're clearly a scroll. Like that's really not that difficult. Um, right, let's wrap this up before we get to. The, the one positive I have coming out of this, I'm like, I'm excited to see where we go with this. Mm. But to the same point, I don't know why the fuck that she was convinced to do a Marvel TV show. Yeah. You got fucking Olivia Coleman into this. Yep. Fucking Oscar winner Olivia Coleman yep. gave her a fun role where she just gets to be her quirky self mm-hmm. and do very little with her other than maybe two episodes worth of content. Yeah, the idea that they introduce her as kind of like an MI6 operative yes. head, whatever. UK Nick Fury, basically. Yes, and I think she she had a fun torture scene. Yes, and that's about it. It's always fun when she turns up on screen. I think she's definitely the best part of this show mm. that she's given time. And I think you don't get Olivia Coleman in to do a bit part. I feel like there's a plan there. Mm. And the ending kind of points towards we might be getting MI13 or something along those lines. I, th- I feel like if we'd if this had been received better, yes. we might be getting MI13 with the Sonya Falsworth character, is it? I think if they're going to do that now, they have to go way the fuck the other way to go, ah, nothing to do with her. No, no, I think think Olivia Colman's still got the pull. Yeah. And I think even if you hadn't watched this show, just hearing there's a Marvel film or TV show, whatever it is, fronted by Olivia Colman, Mm. I think that's still going to work. I I do have to say, I think I'm a little bit Olivia colman out because she's just turning up in absolutely everything at the minute. That's fair. But it's not, she's not the problem there. I'm the problem. I watch too many things. She's always, always in them. There you go. She's got a very good agent. Yes, she has. So, you know. Ironic that she went off with her media clerk at the end of this. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swap some details. <laughs> yeah, she's fun. I think she she does a good job with what she's given. I think that's everyone we can talk about before spoilers. I mean, shooting McGavin's in this for a hot minute as a, as a Donald Trump yep. TV presenter. Not sure what that was about, but they do it. I was like, Look, shoot, McGavin's always fun. This is not the most high-energy episode we've ever done, and there's a very good reason for that. No, there's there's not a lot to... Because like, we came out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I was like, no, I can make, I can tell you exactly what is wrong and how stupid the decisions were. Mm. Like, maybe they were just given like too much of a burden. The fact that you, the scroll thing was already out of the bag, you're having to work back from a point where we thought they were good guys, and you're doing it in a TV show instead of a movie. Mm. That's already hampered because we know that the main character makes it out alive. They were probably handed a poison chalice here, and I don't necessarily think we could pitch our way out of this. Like maybe we should do from so even it's a page one rewrite if you do. Because remember when we like were looking at the draft episode, none of us had this on the radar. We Mm. both had a like I don't know, 
something's up with that show. It was giving off some fucking radiation to begin with, where mm. we were like, let's not touch that. We haven't even talked about the awful title sequence. Oh, my God. The AI-generated awful TV. Jesus Christ. Listen, I, look, AI, everyone's real fucking impressed with AI shit. It's not that good. Every AI machine is just a prediction engine. That's why it looks weird. It's why it sounds weird. Yeah. We're not there yet. If every company, Disney fucking included, could just stop going, we're going to invest millions into... They, basically, they want to Ozymandias everybody's fucking jobs. They want no. to invest millions into AI to save billions in labor. Yes. And like you on in, in the billions labor cost, you get fantastic returns on the box office. You get wonderful artistic movies made. Yes. You get true cinema and in the ai camp you get fucking nick fury with buck teeth yes slowly turning green in a planet that doesn't turn that ai see like i know like it, it just it's a meme now that it just looks so bad but it does look so bad yes and i don't give a shit what artistic interpretation you're willing to supplant onto it it should never have been made i heard the argument that this would have actually been interesting if they'd done this mm. is that because the, the, this was after the first episode, there's like, what if every episode it gets like less AI, more human like interpretation? That could be fun. So that you're taking it from a place of artificiality where everything looks a bit off. And as we go through the series and get more clarity about the school situation, the graphics get better. I don't think they would have done that because that would have been admitting that AI is shit hmm. and that doesn't seem to be the way to go. But yeah, they are. Ugly, which is good because then they've gone. Well, we tried that and didn't work. Hopefully, they now see the light and pay people decent wages to do their title credit. Yep. But there we are. Pay your fucking workers. Don't watch this. Save it's your awful. Time. It's not. I'm still even with the really good ones. There's yet to be a Marvel TV show. Where I'm like, when I rewatch the MCU, this will be factored into that rewatching. Oh, I've got two on that already. Go on. One Division and Moon Knight. One Division is kind of necessary, I guess, to understand Doctor Strange too. But, but also because I feel like. WandaVision is the only one of these outside of What If, because it doesn't... I know it counts, but it to me, it doesn't count. Um, WandaVision is the only one that actually embraces the TV format, Yes. whereas everything else just feels like a four-hour four hour movie. Basically. Even Moon Knight, which I think is great, Yes. still not episodic. No. Not WandaVision is very... This is the fucking worst. This, this, the episodes in this series just fucking end. Okay. And you go, oh, okay, that's half an hour done. And yeah nothing's been resolved. It, there's there's nothing really outside of WandaVision that's taken advantage of being a streaming show. No. But this definitely isn't the one to be like, well, between watchings of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the Marvels, I'm going to find time to watch Secret Invasion. Mm. It adds nothing, it resolves nothing, and it, will, it doesn't set up anything really for the future. That, Like, like I said, if that MI13 film or TV show comes out, I don't feel this is required viewing. No. Other than realising why Amelia Clark is... Well, we'll get to that in spoilers, but yeah. yeah other yeah. than that, I don't feel this is necessary viewing for that. Mm. Spoiler alert! So the box ticking exercise for the scrolls. Yes. You have a, a known character get dramatically revealed to be a scroll the whole time. Wasn't dramatic, though, was wasn't, it? Wasn't dramatic in the Stevie slightest. Wonder could tell you that fucking <laughs> has been a scroll this entire time. Yep. So, check. Uh, they did the who's that, who's this storyline, and they did. I suppose they did it kind of check. Mm. And you've got to have the super scroll because everybody loves the super scroll. Check. The series is a box ticking exercise. It really is just, well, we've done that story now, and now people will stop asking us to do that story. Obligation. 
Speaking of obligation, mm. here comes Colonel James Rhodes. And... You know, it's just like, this role really could have been any of the characters. Well, that's the point of, like... If it was an Avengers movie, and one or two of them were scrolls the whole time, that's a big deal. If, when he got hit by the Vision's laser... Yes. ...in Civil War... Rhodey comes crashing down to Earth, and and then you rip the mask off, and he's fucking green. Right? You like, what the fuck? I mean, exactly that. That happened in um, that happened in uh the comics, wasn't it? That they it they, was Electra. They killed Electra, and then she became a scroll. And they went, oh, fuck, what is what that? Is going yep. on? That's how you do it. Yeah. When you've only got one Avenger in your show, <laughs> and you're like, well, surely someone big's been a Christ almighty, they telegraphed this. <laughs> I was, they, they, it's literally like, the only surprising bit was that it was a woman's scroll that did the imposing. I was mm. like, oh. And then like, you read into a bit of Don Cheadle's performance prior to that episode of it like being a bit more feminine. Mm. I knew they didn't have the balls to put Terrence Howard in. Well, no, that that just... would have been so funny. The thing is, it would have then admitted that everybody in the Avengers can't just... have that people part, which would have been hysterical. <laughs> oh wait, is that another Spider-Man coming from the universe? Ah, it's Spider-Man Lotus. <laughs> What's he got to say about the situation? <laughs> oh boy, I, I you, did you see the pictures from they had a premiere? For Spider-Man Lotus, and there is precisely two black people in the audience. <laughs> What's Spider-Man Lotus? Oh, you don't know. No. Oh dear. Right. So uh, these people made a relatively good-looking Spider-Man fan film. Right. With actually some really good indie CG in it. Yeah, yeah. It actually looks fantastic. Right. Everyone was real excited to see it, and then both the actor and the director. It it got drudged up that they were huge racists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like oh. both of them had dropped hard R N word online previously. It was like, hmm, not great, not great. So they had a premiere the other night, hoping that the storm had blown over. Yes, um, and then there was this shot of the audience, and there's precisely two black people. Okay, <laughs> it's like, oh Christ! And now everyone's because um, it's on Letterbox now. People are just leaving reviews that as <laughs> just like five stars, and like <laughs> just leaving like references to the KKK. Oh, <laughs> like can't believe can't believe Hatemonger was the villain all along and all that. It's incredible. It's okay, incredible. I love the internet. Sometimes you got to call people out on the bullshit. There we are. Um, see, the, so that, that just goes back to the point: this show has no tension because zero. Yeah, everyone knew. Everyone knew it was going to be Rhodey. Yeah. And also, Rhodey has hung out with the Avengers, went through Civil War, and just went. You know what's right? The government. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Right? I think we've forgotten the point of a couple of movies there, lads. Like, no, because obviously everyone. Well, how long has he been a scroll? Which the show. Doesn't answer. Dances around, which I think is smart on their part because yeah. they can then gauge the reaction and then go, right, are people going to be annoyed if we say this was like immediately after Vision shot him, basically, mm. and Rhodey all the way through Infinity War and Endgame was this scroll person. Mm. But that's not good because no. then it robs like 
that was just a random scroll crying at Tony's bedside. Yep. Rhodey doesn't know that fucking Tony's, <laughs> Tony's dead. dead yeah. That's going to be a day. He's having a hell of a day. <laughs> um, do you think that's? Do you think that's why they've had to upgrade Armor Wars? Because Armor Wars is a movie now, isn't it? As yes. a TV show. Yes. They've had to upgrade it to a movie because they're like, okay, uh, this is going to be an apology for what we did to Rhodey. <laughs> we call that the Rocky Six approach. Um, <laughs> sorry, lads, mess that up. Here you go. There you are. Like, I, I didn't read that way because everyone was like, well, he's in a medical coat. Mm. He's in a medical gown, sorry, at the end of that. And it is right, like, once you get to Infinity War and Endgame that Rhodey's bad spine stops being a thing. Mm. But I think they'll just go, no, they got him sometime after Endgame. He's only yeah. been um, a scroll for, like, six months. Here's a shot of him trying to eat at Chili's. And, yeah, uh, and then there's just a bag over the head. Because I feel like that's bad going if you've robbed all that again if it was several scrolls and it'd been revealed that they'd been evil the whole time that holds more caveat this doesn't hold any dramatic weight whatsoever yeah because it's literally just everett ross and roadie and nick fury's wife who we've never met before this yes, show that's it and that's literally it uh, who gives you a bit everett ross um oh we didn't mention fucking maria hill getting murked in the first episode oh yeah <laughs> good news kobe we, we you're on another marvel project uh you got you got a couple of free weeks, right? Sorry, have you got one free weekend? One one day. There's no S after the word episode. Should I be worried? <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you, Maria Hill. You were yeah. you were you were you were fine. You were there. They didn't do. They didn't see. The interesting thing would be would have been to have done something within that five year gap and had her be director of Shield, which they just never did. This is the first bad movie that Maria, well, bad Marvel property that Maria Hill's been in. She's actually a marker of quality. Avengers, mm. yeah, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, Avengers two, I suppose, but like Winter Soldier, yeah, Winter Soldier. Um, uh, she, she, oh, far so she from gets, home. She gets dusted, so she's in Far From Home. I don't remember being in Endgame. Sorry, Infinity War and well, right at the home. end of Infinity War. Yeah, I don't think she's in Endgame. No, I don't oh, she's probably she's... at Tony's funeral. So yeah, right, fair. Oh yeah, of course. That's like okay. Admittedly, she's in one episode of Agents Shield, but I quite like Agents Shield. Like it's it it fucking goes up and down. Was she like... in an episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Oh yeah, she, she probably was. I don't know if she is or she isn't. You thought so, right? Yeah, but Agents Shield isn't canon, so you're all good. No, Agents Shield isn't canon. But anyway, she was previously a mark of equality. Yeah, name. and now they sailed down the river like she was. Ah well, lad. Um... Yeah, right. So the 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 one person we haven't talked about mm. is Nick Fury's wife. Let's let's yes. talk about her. So her she was played by don't you know? Gotta find a name on the thing. Where's her name on the thing? Where where's her, where's her name on the thing? <laughs> uh, there is um, Charlene Woodard plays um, Vara slash Priscilla Davis. Yes. Apparently, she has played like Samuel Jackson's wife in other things. Oh. Uh, cool. What was it now? Hang on. Into the uh, Sam Jackson verse. Uh, into the Sam Jackson verse we go. Yeah, she was... Uh, this isn't the first time they've played husband and wife, I don't think. Um, Glass, I think. Oh, no, Glass. I think it might have been a mother. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, she's... Nick Fury's been married the whole time. He does bring up a wife in Winter Soldier. He does. So, fair. But that was kind of played up as like, is he lying? Is he doing? Mm. Um, yeah, he's been married to a squirrel this entire time. Yep. And it's kind of like he kind of knows, but kind of just just doesn't turns acknowledge blind, it. Yeah, turns a blind eye to it. It's weird. 
again, especially considering they've acted together before, how little romantic chemistry they have. I know they're trying None. to play it as like a strained thing, mm. but it's like, were you two ever in love? Like, I don't. <laughs> that's not the vibe I'm getting here. The the best scene they have is the one where he's where he confronts her about being a scroll. Yes, and best is a word i use very lightly because mm. this is not a good show but i think there's at least a couple of interesting bits of dialogue in there and a, a, at least an interesting concept of you knew you always knew you're yes. now just bringing it up now because it's actually affecting your fucking career yes who do you love the the face i'm wearing or the scroll underneath okay interesting thing that yeah. they do very very little with really that's interesting him not knowing that she's a scroll would have also been an interesting option to go down. Mm. It would have probably helped if we'd met her before. Yes. But like if it's all of a sudden like all the like normally people that's even another way to go. Pepper Potts has always been a scroll. Fucking um uh, Hawkeye's wife always been a scroll. Happy's a scroll. Happy's a scroll. Like all the ancillary characters then gives them a lot more weight in terms of oh they've been bad guys this entire time feeding information to the scroll world. It would also that would actually also be way better as a way to explain how they've gotten all the DNA samples of all the heroes if it's just all the fucking support characters. <laughs> it's just all the sperm. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> She's the super scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming the Netflix verse is canon. Oh, she God. really would be the most over- <laughs> Good God. That's why she was shagging them all. It makes all the sense. Claire Temple was a scroll. Yeah, uh, I think that's 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 more interesting. Yeah. Like there there's this is a really annoying thing. There's interesting ideas aplenty here. Yes. And I gotta say, this the end episode, there's like a dynamic that they introduce into it mm. that should have been minute one of the show mm. and it's just the president going on tv and going there are a million scrolls amongst us no one is safe yeah and then it cuts to footage of like people like shooting shooting mcgavin yeah shoot, shoot mcgavin assassinating the prime minister it turns out she wasn't the a scroll, scroll. <laughs> like that's where you start the show nick fury comes down and goes what the fuck is going on and has to get to the bottom of it because shield's not exactly clandestine anymore no like it is very much a publicly known thing thanks to the events of the winter soldier exactly and that's even interesting like you know the hobofication of nick fury still interesting idea of like right nick fury used to have it every like asset at his disposal right Mm. he's the most powerful man in the world right what does that man do confronted with a problem that he basically created and he has none of his resources Mm. There's just so much wasted time in this show that's yep. not dedicated to interesting ideas. There isn't enough shots of Moscow. Make sure we get more shots of Moscow. What was the top prioritization of this show? I don't know. Like it's such a damp squib of a show that will just leave no. It's a ghost turd again yep. of just like a. I think this this might be the year that marvel kills my enthusiasm for the mcu i did see your tweet saying like sorry your x that um <laughs> my zeet <laughs> we are now technically all x-men so that's good oh shit we, 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 we got in happy days if someone could just make a modified version of that app that continuously plays the 90s theme whilst i'm scrolling that'd be great I'd like that. um you're like saying you watch the marvel the marvels trailer and went Felt nothing. Yep, felt literally nothing. I've had a disappointing Guardians movie for me. Yes. This flaccid dick of a fucking show. Yes. And the thing I've got... Don't worry, lads. Coming over the horizon 
is The Marvels, which looks like it was filmed on a £10 budget. Admittedly, Loki season two looked interesting. I mean, I like Loki. There's an albatross right in that fucking show. Sure is. Going to have to deal with him at some point. But uh, that, I was like, okay, that looked, I wasn't even like, like Loki's good. I acknowledge that, but it wasn't my favourite of the Marvel Mm. TV shows. That looked good. But yeah, other than that, I'm like, it's not looking, it's not looking. What's next year's? Um, what next year's movie or show? movie shows everything you've got well Agatha's at some point Agatha's coming Echo's coming yep which is basically season 3.5 of Daredevil so yeah. cool but not actually Daredevil not actually Daredevil um, what's the movies next year? oh shit good uh, god 24 is it Thunderbolts? is that next year? Christ knows if that's still happening with the riot strikes going on wait hang on here we go. I'm just finding them now. So in terms of films, we will have uh, Deadpool 3, Captain America 4, and The Thunderbolts next year, supposedly. But all of those... like Have been halted. Well, that's the thing. That I don't think we're going to get any of them. Like Deadpool, I don't know how far into production they were, but obviously that's been... They're filming. ...halted. So they're not doing anything more because mm. of the writers. And the... Yeah, they were, they were up and running, so... Have they started that. filming The Thunderbolts? Uh... I, Let's find out. I, uh, they have started filming Cap 4 because uh, Seth Rollins, current WWE heavyweight champion, is playing a member of the Serpent Society. Yes, and so, and we had the, the... I mean, there's a set photo of him. Yes, uh, set we, photo of... We've seen... The, I mean, uh, they changed the title, which is a shame. Oh, yeah, it's not... Um, it's not New World Order anymore. It's Brave New World. That is. Which is a worse title. Brave New World. <laughs> um, yes. So the, the Thunderbolts movie... No, fuck. Give me the movie. I want the movie. No, there's, we would have seen something from that, right? They can't keep their productions under lock and key at the moment. They have not started filming Thunderbolts. Right, so that's definitely getting pushed. That's getting so, way the fuck pushed. At a push, we're getting Deadpool 3 and Cap 4 next year if they get this writers yes. slash actors strike under control. They've already pushed Blade into 25. Yep, that's N- fair. Not exactly a surprise. Nope. And let's find out where we are with TV because I know mm. that we're getting some. Uh, we've had some other. We did mention this off the podcast, but a few uh, casting rumors have come out again for Fantastic Four. It seems Vanessa yes. Kirby's now the lead runner for Sue Storm, who's apparently the main character of the show of the film. Sue Storm's going to be the protagonist. Okay. Sure. Like, she gets overshadowed easily by the other three, so I feel like you need to put that effort in. Mm. And then um, Jack. Quinn, I think's his name. The guy who plays Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson in Stranger Things is going to be Johnny. Johnny. Which, as you said, he's fine, but he doesn't give off Johnny energy. And I, it should be the easiest casting of the four, right? It should the be thi- real easy. They, they, they've said, we don't know. We assume that Adam Driver is either still involved in some way or not. Apparently he's still number one choice, but the backups are Matt Smith, which I'm like, nah. Yeah. Dev Patel... I'm that like, would be interesting. That would be. Dev Patel is a very good actor. The thing is, Matt Smith is good at doing dickhead energy. Yes. So, like, if you're going down the read of not even Reed Richards wants yes. to be Reed Richards. That would work. That would work. But Dev Patel well, is so much better. Uh, and, of course, actually, to be fair, if you, if you got Matt Smith, you could. there's one core talent that you could bring over, and those are his dance moves. Don't you fucking <laughs> dare. <laughs> Excel. No, yes. stop it. So, like, Dev Patel, apparently, though, he, he gave an interview years ago where he's like, yeah, I did one movie with his green screen, and it was Avatar. Never doing again. Doing that shit again. Mm. And he said, well, so, well, maybe that rules him out immediately. But mm. uh, possibly if they give him a good enough script and enough money, he'll say yes. Uh, and yeah, thing up in the air. No idea. Supposedly not David Diggs anymore. No. They've they've supposedly approached uh, Evan Moss Bacharach about 
being in Fantastic Four, but not the thing. Because like, is he? Well, first of all, like, is he Jewish? He can definitely do a New York accent because he's in the bear. But yeah, I the the thing I heard this morning was Herald, but not Silver Surfer. Yeah, so everyone's thinking Terax. Terax, fine. Um, sorry, I interrupted you while you're looking for TV shows. That's absolutely fine. Uh, so supposedly, still to come this year, there will be Loki, which we know we're getting in yes. October. Supposedly, Echo. Oh no, it is confirmed. All of Echo is just dropping on November 29th. They're like, get that turd out of here. Okay, we're getting Echo still this year. Yep. Fine. To be announced on how many episodes we're getting of Echo. It's uh-huh. six episodes of Loki season two. And then that's it for TV. That is... that is that Nothing is, else? Nothing else. Ironheart got pushed to 24, as did Agatha, as did... And Daredevil's now saying, early 24, not a chance. No, no, I hope not. Not a chance. Oh, so it's only Agatha and Ironheart for next year? Uh, Supposedly so. Yeah, because Daredevil's definitely not coming no, next year. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Very, very late if it does. We, we don't know how far into production they got. They, yeah. they might have like 90% of it in the back. But, if you're lucky, yeah. you'll get What If Season 2. Are we lucky for getting that <laughs> I mean, if we're lucky, if they're lucky, because they're running out of product. Did we ever do a what if Star Wars? I think we, we thought about it. We didn't actually get ready. Yeah, to it. we should have done that. Really, mm. <laughs> that would have been good. We'll mm. save it for when what if's actually going to come there out. There we go. Um, cool. Not looking great for Marvel. No, no. And there's DC firing up for right round two. <laughs> Here we go. We failed miserably the first time. Let's yep. give this another go. Um, yeah, we've still got. I mean, Blue Beetle's still to come. Yeah, I mean, come, I mean, but. I mean, blue. You could convince me. I can be convinced either way of what Blue Beetle falls under. I would say if it does, if it's top three in its opening weekend, it's part of James Gunn's universe. If it isn't, yeah. then uh, no I, chance. I think it'll go more off critical response. If people warm to the character, then like, well, what wouldn't you want to bring them back? Mm. Apparently, Gal Gadot isn't done as Wonder Woman. That was weird. That is odd. Yeah, I'm sorry. You throw Henry Cavill in the bin, but you keep Gal Gadot. I don't know. It doesn't seem. Well, right. is it because she's the first Wonder Woman, at least on film? Like, whereas yeah, in terms there's of been people. other people. You've you've been used to seeing other people as Superman, so it's not as hard to film for. But I mean, I guess so. What we've had, th- how many Superman on film now? Five. Can we do it, Reeve? Reeve. Uh, uh, Routh. Routh. Cavill. Uh, Cavill. Is that it? In terms of the films, I think that's it. I think isn't so. it? I don't think missing anybody Reeve, else. Cavill. No. I mean, if you count the TV shows, there's also... Yeah, there's like the ones in yeah, the 50s, yeah. but I think now there's yeah, only but, been three. And, and, and Smallville, but yeah. Um, cool, so Marvel's not looking great. Uh, it's not. And me- meanwhile, they've got, you know, we're still owed residuals from Superman Legacy. Whenever you're ready. Uh, can't say I'm psyched for Ahsoka either. Speaking of Rosario Dawson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, oh yeah, it's helpful if you've watched Rebels and Clone Wars. And I think, well, I have only watched... Like I'd say, three quarters of Clone Wars, none of Rebels. Mm. What are our wives gonna do? Like, they <laughs> got a fucking rat's ass chance of knowing what the hell is going on in this show if it doesn't give good context. Yeah, they they need to like it, it's great for everybody who's kept up because you know Rebels and Clone Wars are great shows. I like both of them. Yes, I like. I understand that like this show is very much dealing with the end of Rebels, which mm. is great. I've not seen the end of Rebels. I've only seen the first two seasons. I haven't seen the third season. Right. I need to watch all of that and clean up the newest season of Clone Wars, which I haven't seen, before we get to to this. Because it's all... Basically, the Filoni-verse revolves around Ahsoka now. Yes. So, like... I don't know what that's going to be. 
I hope it's good because the alternative is we have to really try and dig the hole deeper on Mando. Yeah, and like season three proved that like it's not a, it's not a, an untapped well yeah yeah it's not there's not a bottomless pit of stuff to do there so no oh well this is a downer ending it's not looking good the for next podcast however will be much more uh upbeat there'll be a lot more to talk about because next time we are reviewing barbie mm-hmm. but for now um oh i need to i'm gonna have to now change the ending sp- spiel that we do so i've done it back to front no, because the, f- the I always start. Oh with, yes, yeah. The, Go ahead. You can find me on X. It doesn't feel Ugh. right. X Instagram under the username that Michael. And you can go and find Darren on X and Instagram under that Guttridge. You can find the sites on X Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Threads. We're also all on Threads uh, under the username Fallient. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Somebody told me the other day they tried to find us in. Uh, a podcast app and we didn't show up oh and i don't remember which app that was um check your services please do we may or may not be on there we're still in downcast as far as i'm aware that's what i use yeah you're still we're still there most services we are there right you may need an alternate service but i can tell you the big three soundcloud spotify apple podcasts we're always there under the username valiant or fancy podcast depending on the service you're using and of course go to fancy.com for all this and more right should we just end this Oh, let, let, let's show. just have a quick pitch. We've got Barbie coming up very soon. Yep. Um, like I said, Ahsoka is around the corner, so yep. we'll be getting to that as well. When you've got the energy, you will see Oppenheimer, I imagine. I, at some point, I will get round to watching Oppenheimer, I imagine. Uh, and then we will have Pokemon sooner rather than later. Uh, the first part of that DLC, which obviously I can remember the name of it, it's the Teal Mask. Hey, Boom. You got it. Uh, that's coming in September, so we'll have reviews for that as well I, i'm tempted to not say what films are coming up the only ones we know for damn sure are actually coming out of gran turismo and blue beetle and there is not a force on this earth that's going to convince me to watch gran turismo uh-uh. like outside of streaming no blue beetle's a show blue beetle's a show i'll give that a go and um, then i'm looking down the list of movies that are supposed to be coming out and i think it's yes. only the marvels that is confirmed still because june probably is going to get pushed Craven well, the Dune has got pushed. It hasn't been confirmed. Ah. <laughs> Craven the Hunter is next fucking yeah, year. Now. Nope. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. There's supposed to be a Taika Waititi film out this year. I'm pretty sure oh, that's next year now. Next goal wins. Next goal wins. Yep. The Expendables 4 has been on the calendar for a while. <laughs> I don't think we're getting it. Cool. Um, you. Uh, oh, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Get that out of here. Shoot. Uh, I think they are actually going to release Wonka. Is that going to be what our, our year ends with? Is it going to be Wonka? Maybe. Do you see the meme that basically he has stole Gonzo's entire look for Muppet's Christmas Carol? Yes. Beat for beat. I was like, that is beautiful. Um, I hope some genius recuts that trailer and just puts Gonzo but, uh, over That it. would be better. All of that and plenty more can be found over on FailingEntertainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to this very downbeat episode of Popscorn, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.